0: What's up everybody? It's Dan Greer with Leading from the Middle of the Pack. And today, this is just gonna be a podcast. There's no video with this one. So if you're looking for this vlog, sorry, it's gone. But um, today I want to chat a little bit about like how to find the right relationships and how to nurture those relationships and like what to expect out of a trade show. So we just got done with Matt's Mid-American Truck Show. And I'll have to say it was not at all what I expected. It was amazing, don't get me wrong but we need to chat a little bit about like what to expect and how to make the best out of a situation that doesn't come up the way you think it will. So cube theme song. We'll be right back. The big question is this, how are leaders like us who aren't necessarily in a management position who go out and get our hands dirty, who are ready to answer their calling from God to lead, who are driven to learn and grow, gain the trust and respect of those around us to actually be heard While not coming across as an authoritative prick, these are the questions, and this is the podcast that will give you the answers. Hi, my name is Dan Greer, and welcome to Leading from the Middle of the Pack. Awesome! So glad you guys are still here. Well, so me and my wife Jenna and my youngest son Jacob just got back from the Mid-American Truck Show out in Louisville, Kentucky, and it was awesome. There was a lot of great stuff there. There were so many show trucks and like 6,000 vendor spaces available. More than that, it was unreal. Like it was crazy. And I think they said that like 58,000 people go through the the show over the three days, which is unreal to have that many people walk by and see ya. But I got to say out of those 58,000 people, I made probably a handful of good connections, number one. And number two, you know, I bet we only collected less than a hundred emails because we were selective over who we chatted with and who we wanted to talk to. Because if we couldn't serve them, I didn't want to waste their time by gathering their email and then sending them an email, you know, every day for the foreseeable future until they unsubscribe or get mad or whatever. So that was, that was like, part of our thing when I walked in there, I didn't know what to expect. And, and I'll say that I was nervous going to the show because I've never been to a big trade show like this before. Um, what I what I found was that this trade show was geared to the driver. Um, man, there, there were people selling t-shirts, wicked cool t-shirts. There were some amazing show trucks there. There was one that I called a junkyard truck. Check out my Instagram or TikTok to uh, to see it. It it was phenomenal. Like the grab handle to get into the cab was a cutting torch that they welded onto it. I mean, they put so much time and thought into this truck. It was just absolutely stunning. And uh, you know, I, I learned so much from being there. Got to see so many fun things, and we got to meet Bear the Voice, building a close relationship with him. He's an influencer on TikTok and a truck driver. 400 and some odd thousand followers, which is absolutely awesome. And got to, you know, get to know him a little bit more personal, but, and, and that was fun, you know, getting to go around and see some people that we might be able to help. But I gotta say that like, I expected to gather thousands of emails out of 58,000 people. I expected to have, you know, 2,500 emails at the end of this show from the amount of people that went through here. And, and, and I gotta say, but i was a little disappointed that we didn't get that many emails number one like less than 100 really i mean we gave away a wicked cool picture that that was 100 percent custom drawn of somebody's rig which is like super unique is what we're giving away to get emails and like i know that we've got a lot to learn but again we were we were picky about who we talked to who we took time to try to get entered in it wasn't everybody that we wanted it was it it wasn't everybody that walked by that we tried to get to enter in it wasn't that wasn't our goal our goal was to grow our our email list phenomenally right not not just to, to grow quality not quantity let's put it that way and uh and like one of the things that that really struck me as we were chatting with people was you know we're getting off topic here, but there's there's three different kinds of customers, right? There's the diehard fans of what they have. They love what they've got, don't wanna change. And you can't, you can't sell those people on anything, right? Like they're so happy with what they have. They're gonna fight you tooth and nail to the end that what they have is the best of the best of the best, and nothing's any better. And and I'm not gonna argue with that, right? Like there's some great stuff out there. like. Dot Docs, D O T D O C S dot com, is the best DOT compliance software on the market, hands down, no question asked. And if you try to tell me there's a better one out there, I'm gonna fight you tooth and nail on it because I am a diehard dot docs fan. Now, let's say that like somebody else is a fan of, of like Toyo tires, and I go to try to sell them a BF Goodrich tire, they're gonna be, you know. Kind of thinking the same thing. I'm not gonna be able to sell them on changing tires because they're a diehard of the tire they use and love. All right. So that's the first type of customer is the diehard. Now the second type of customer is what I like to call, you know, the the not really sure customer. And what I mean by that is like they're not satisfied. Okay. So they have a product, they're not satisfied with that product, but the but it works, right? They've spent a lot of time using this duct tape mess of crap they've put together to do what dot .docs can do for them. They've got spreadsheets and email templates and files they've saved and they've spent a ton of time refining and honing their process. They're not gonna be easy to sell either. and And you know why they're not gonna be easy to sell? Because they are not really satisfied with what they have, but it works. And, and they sit there and they look at it and they go, it's gonna be a lot of work for me to change over from what I have to learn something new. So they look at the initial investment and they go, oh, this is gonna cost me way too much initial investment for time. And, and so they don't jump into it. Not understanding, not knowing how much time it's really gonna save them while their initial investment might be, you know, 80 hours of work for 500 drivers the end result is is unrealistic time savings so they're spending 10 hours a week, 20 hours a week doing compliance when they could be spending 10 minutes a week doing compliance and the rest of their the rest of their week working on something that truly moves the needle in the company right but they're they've already they're, they're proud of this duct tape mess they built. And I've been there, like I was totally there. Whenever I was doing DOT compliance for a company, they came in and they were like, okay, what's your system cost? I was like, it's free. When we got bought by another company, they were like, okay, so what's your system cost? I go, it's free. It's a spreadsheet, emails, I check it every day. I spend two hours a day working on this, 10 hours a week doing compliance for driver files. I spend the rest of my week doing compliance for other stuff. And I spend, you know, another four or five hours a week, all that I have left doing education and training. And so I, w- I was proud of my system. And when we got bought, you know, when they asked me what it cost, they were really proud that my system was free, <laughs> right? They were super happy. They're like, oh my gosh, this guy's got a free system. Holy cow, like this can't be this. And then all of a sudden, you know, they were all about it. And we switched over everybody to it because I was doing more drivers than they were doing and our compliance was higher and blah, 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 no big deal. But you, you know what I mean? Like I, I, was, I was not happy, like I didn't, I didn't know any better. So maybe satisfied is what I call these guys, but it's that they don't know any better. Now that I've built DotDocs and I know that I can manage five times the drivers and half the time or even a 10th of the time that I used to take me to manage. So, so I was doing like 1,200 drivers, right? And it took me a 40 hour, 50 hour week to do 1,200 drivers for compliance. Now I can do 1,200 drivers in literally an hour a week for driver files and vehicle maintenance files on top of that, you know what I mean? Like maybe another four hours for vehicle maintenance files a week now when I never used to be able to touch. And training, man, training's automated when you get the right tools. Like Dot Docs has a learning management system in them that allows you to build your own courses, which is crazy, right? And had I had this tool back in the day, I would have loved it. And that's why I built it. That's why we built this tool is because it was something that I would have used. And like, that's that's exactly why we built it. Like everything that I was doing that was taking so much time. My, my point is, is that like the satisfied, it would have taken a lot because I was, I had built this mess and I was proud of the mess that I had built originally. It would have taken a lot for me to change from that, even though it was duct tape and took a lot of time. So, so like the diehards are, are virtually an impossible sell. And a lot of times we spend a lot of our time trying to sell the diehards. And when you go to these shows, you're gonna run into some diehards. You, it, it's just the way it works, you just are. Like there's gonna be diehards of everything, right? And you're not gonna be able to sell them on them. So don't waste your time talking to them. Don't waste your time making your marketing toward the diehards either, right? And then the satisfied, right? they require some training in order to be sold. You gotta convince them that you can make their life easier by switching over to your system. And and I think that like a lot of times we don't necessarily think about how hard it is to change and how much people hate change. So like me personally, I love change. But, but my rule is whenever I'm creating an ad, whenever I'm trying to do advertising is that my my rule is this okay are you ready for this rule i have to look at it from my wife's eyes because she is somebody who hates change with a passion i mean like when things don't she, she likes having a backup plan for her backup backups plan right so like she loves having like plan a b c d e f g that way, if something goes wrong with plan A, she can fall on B. If B doesn't work out right, she's got C. If C doesn't go, she can go to D. You get my drift, right? Me, I love change. I love flying by the seat of my pants. I love trying new things and experimenting with it. And that's what makes me a phenomenal entrepreneur and so great at like growing and and like pivoting and leadership. Is When things don't work, we pivot, we change, right? It's not a big deal. It's not the end of the world to me to be like, oh, this didn't work. Okay, I don't need to go to the show again. Okay, what show am I gonna to go to next? Because I'm not done going to shows, I just gotta find the right shows, right? Okay, shows don't work. I need to find the right way to do this. Okay, online webinars don't work. Okay, we gotta do something else. I need to start teaching people not having a webinar, right? Gotta do pro classes, because webinars are lame and dead, And pro classes where you actually teach somebody something. Those are those are like on fire right now. Okay, so like there's a million things that you can like pivot to do that make things so much better for you. The other thing to, to like think about with, with those is is like people we're still we're still talking about the satisfied right like they're proud of what they've built they're satisfied with where they're at even though it's not perfect you know your solution is better right but trying to get them to buy into it is going to be hard so why do we market to the satisfied and and in all honesty like one of my first questions when somebody walks up to me is is like hey how's it going today Right. So so like let's I was at the show. Let's let's go through my typical script for the show. Yeah, it was it was a script that I created while I was there because I hate scripts. I hate doing stuff that's rehearsed, but it works really well. Hey, how are you doing today? When somebody walks by that looks good, right? Hey, how are you doing today? Oh, great, man. You enjoying the show so far? Oh, awesome. Yeah. What's your favorite part? Boom. You just draw them into you right now. They want to come talk to you because you reached out to them. You don't have a lot of people just walk by. They don't need to be a customer. That's okay, Right. Okay, so we're figuring out what type of customer they are now. So we've gone through the first two, okay? All right, so hey, how's it going? Are you enjoying the show? Boom, what do you do? Tell me a little bit about you. Get them talking about themselves, okay? Tell me a little bit about you. Oh, I'm an owner operator. I'm just a truck driver. And then make them feel good about it. No, there's no such thing as just a truck driver. Oh, you're an owner operator? Man, one truck is a handful, right? That's enough to keep anybody busy. They got five trucks? Oh man, five trucks is awesome. Are you guys growing or are you scaling back? Where are you at in your business right now? Right, so by just a few couple questions, all about talking about them and then positively highlighting what they're doing and making them feel good about where they're at and you understanding them, they're gonna give you more information so you can see if they're satisfied. You can see if they're like, great, okay? And then, and then the next thing is usually after I talk about them for a couple minutes, a lot of people go, So, what do you do? Because, you know, Dot Docs, they're like, What the heck is Dot Docs? What do you, get? Do you guys do training? Do you like, what the, what the crap is this? You got like a picture out of a custom made truck? Like, what is Dot Docs? So then I go through the spiel and I'm like, You know, we do compliance, but compliance isn't really sexy. So we got these awesome pictures here to draw you in to get you to talk to me. And it worked. <laughs> and then it worked usually makes people laugh when you tell them something like that now now you've established some rapport with them right so now then they're going to give you a little bit more information right so then you tell them a little bit about like yeah we got a software that makes compliance super simple what do you guys do for compliance right now oh i'm a company man i work for a company they got their own compliance stuff would you be willing to like look like a rock star and give them some of our information maybe take it back to your safety guy or dot person or whatever you know what i mean um and then and then they, they kind of go from there, right? And if they take the information, great. If not, you can kind of feel them out. So, so that's one way to do it. You're, you're still getting your foot in the door to get information somewhere, maybe. You got like one in a hundred chance of getting it delivered there, okay? Then, then the second thing I do is this. This tells me what kind of customer, like whether they're satisfied or not. What do you guys do for compliance right now? Oh man, I am the compliance person for our company. Really? I'm so sorry. That's, you know, right, you're connected. Just kidding. I'm the compliance guy, too. Like, I'm a compliance nerd. I get it. And and that's not something that a lot of people... But if they're into compliance, like, if you're into something, you can say that you're a nerd with them. It makes them feel like they've got a bond with you because now you're a nerd of something that they want to be a nerd of, too, and they found somebody they can, like, communicate with, right? And a lot of times, like, the husband or the wife will be standing there, and be like, yeah, this guy, this gal, she's the compliance nerd, man. You need to chat with her. And then you, then you divert your attention to them, and you focus on them and chat with them a little bit about, like, what's going on, and you find out whether they're happy with what they're doing, what they're doing, how it's working for them, all that stuff. And so once you figure out all that, then you can see whether they're diehard, right? Oh, no, no, we already got a system, we're good, we're good. Okay, perfect, you're diehard. Our system is the best, right? Okay, your system's the best. I I can save you money and time. And, And if you ever feel like switching, man, just take some information, check it out, no pressure. No worries if you love what you're doing don't stress man enjoy your day and then let it move on don't waste your time on it right like don't mean that in a bad way but don't waste your time on somebody that's not gonna bring you fruit why are you watering an elm tree looking for an apple i don't understand it so just doesn't make any sense to me all right now then like the next thing is 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 sitting here like so so then then if they tell you oh yeah yeah i built this system from the ground up blah blah blah, i've got this it works really so they're satisfied you can use some training What if i told you that you could do it like that that i could cut out some steps in your compliance to go straight to the drivers and like maybe take some weight off your shoulders so you can focus a little bit more on what you need to focus on or what you want to focus on right and they'd be like really you can do that yeah i'd love to tell you more about my system you want to schedule a time to uh chat about it and then they go yay or nay right and then now you either you know whether they're open to it or whether they're super satisfied with what they got. And you're gonna spend 30 minutes on them. Conversion rate on those customers is about 50%, all right? Now, the next next type of customer, and this is my favorite, it's the hungry customer is what I call them. They are dissatisfied, okay? So they're not happy with what they're doing. Things aren't going well. They had something that happened that caused them some pain and they wanna fix that quickly, all right? So the first thing is, is like when I ask them, hey, what do you do for compliance? They go, oh man, I got the system, but it sucks. Oh, dude, I got a great one. You wanna try it? I'll show you a demo. I show it to you and your leadership team. I show it to you and then you can be like the rockstar and show it to your leadership team. We jump on call with all of them, no big deal. I'm out an hour at a time. Those, those conversion rates are in the 90s. They're so good because they're hungry and you can fulfill quickly, right? You can get on you can jump in quick, you can fulfill it and you can make it happen. So, the key here is is making sure that you get the right customers email. You get the right customers contact right as you as you siphon through these. So, I sit there and I look at this show that we just got back on. 58,000 people walk through. I got 100 emails, very low ratio of what I gathered, right? But out of those 100 emails, 95 of those are gonna be high potentials because I didn't push getting an email from everybody. And I would much rather have a 95% conversion rate on 100, then i would have a 1% conversion rate on 58,000. You see what i'm saying? Otherwise, if i got 58,000 emails and i sent and reached out to all 58,000 people, right? I'm i'm pissing away my life and my time. You know, they call it the 80-20 rule. 80% of your money is made from 20% of your 20% of your clients. I call it the 90-10 rule. of your money is made from 10% of your clients, right? And so you could go through and fire two or three clients that take up 80% of your time, and you'd be better off, right? And those 90% of your clients that take up all that time but have no fruit, it's, it's crazy to keep chasing after that as business. It's crazy to keep chasing after as a leader. Now you're sitting here and you're going, Dan, this has been all about business. It's been all about selling. How's this relate to me being a leader? Well, let me pivot and I'm gonna tell you how it relates to it, you being a leader, okay? And how this relates to leadership. Your leadership and your people are the same way. You've got those people who know it all, right? We all know You're thinking of somebody right now in your head who knows it all. And that guy is the same person who is, who is the diehard, right? They know it all. They're a diehard. So, so that makes me a know-it-all in certain things, right? Like, I know it all about dot docs. You're not going to tell me anything new about it. Because it designed and built it. Well, you might tell me something new because I'm a pretty humble guy. And you might show me something cool. You might be able to teach me how to make it better, right? But my point is, is like, the diehards are the know-it-alls. And you, and you got to know that, like, you can still lead them, but you got to lead them in a different way. It's going to take more time to get them to go over to your way of thinking. Number one. Okay, number two is the satisfied, they're the people who built their own system, they're proud of it, they're satisfied with where they are, they're looking at how much effort it's going to take them to change. These people aren't driven. They have no real want to change. In leadership, you got to teach them why they need to change in order to get them to change, all right? Number three is, what did I call them? I can't remember what the heck I called them. I had a name for them. They they want it now, right? Like they just had something happen and, and they're hungry. The hungry. Oh my gosh, that's how lame I am. Can't remember what I called them five minutes ago. The hungry, right? And these are the people who who really are wanting to grow. They're driven. And you can I mean, man, they'll do anything to satisfy that. And as a leader and selling, these are the funnest people to work with because they're the they're the funnest to lead, they're the funnest to work with, they're the funnest to sell to because they want to grow. They're always looking for that next best thing. They're growing. They're happy. They want you to, like, they got an itch and you can scratch it, scratch it. And as a leader, you do that, right? Like, these people, they, they call you and they want your advice. They call you and they go, hey, Dan, I'm looking for a milk cow. Where should I go? And I'm like, man, I don't know. I've been in a milk cow business for, like, five years. What, what's a good price for this? I, I don't know, right? Or they call you and they go, hey, we're looking at buying this truck and trailer. Can you tell us if it's worth it? Yeah, totally. 100% right? 100%. Okay. So that's my, that's my like, that's my spiel guys. That's it. It's all of it. It's, there's three types of people in this world when it comes to sales, there's three types of people in the world that you're leading. And I'm sure I'm going to lie about this here a little bit or argue about it here in a little bit. But my point is, is that you, you can do this and you can figure it out. And, and it's not that hard. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you liked it, Leave us a review. Rate us, five stars, subscribe, all that good stuff. If you're loving the videos, go to YouTube and check them out. Don't forget to hit me up on Instagram and YouTube. And now TikTok, the re- or real Dan Greer is what I'm at on TikTok and I'm doing a bunch. So like I learned from the bear, who's a trucking dude, you should check him out. Bear the voice three, gonna give him a big old huge shout out because he gave my son Jacob a big old huge shout out. Um, check him out because he's pretty awesome and he's got a great voice, okay? And he's pretty funny to listen to too. Anyways, so huge shout out to Bear. Huge shout out to Jacob. I'm not gonna tell you his TikTok handle because it's crazy, he's got to fix that. Anyways, huge shout out to everybody out there, but check me out on social media, follow me on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn, okay? LinkedIn's probably one of my favorite networks to get on because it's all business and I love business and I keep it professional there. But I tell you what, I'm starting to like TikTok and Instagram even more. So, if you like this, check us out. If you didn't, what the heck are you still doing listening to this? Shut this crap up. Listen to something good. All right? All right, guys.